0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Murder trial outside D.C. Superior Court. I'm John Doman. President says the military will draft rules of engagement for future encounters with floating objects above us. Giving veterans
0: a bigger break on their military pensions, Maryland's governor pitches his plan. I'm Kate Ryan.
1: Down day on Wall Street, the Dow off 431. Asian stocks lower. Good morning, 3 o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting.
3: I'm Tom Fody in Washington. After spending about $2 million each on missiles used to shoot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon and three other things now not suspected of much of anything.
0: The White House is developing sharper rules for when to shoot down unidentified objects in the sky following the Chinese spy balloon and three other objects spotted over North America.
3: But make no mistake. If any object presents a threat to the safety, security of the American people, I will take it down.
0: President Biden says the rules will be shared with Congress, but won't be made public.
3: CBS's Nicole DiAntonio: China's foreign ministry has just now issued a statement saying the U.S. cannot ask for such communications and dialogue with Beijing while escalating the crisis, as China puts it. Whatever local, state and federal officials say about the air and water in and around Palestine, Ohio many people there are unconvinced they are safe after that huge derailment of chemical railroad cars. CBS's Roxana Saberi near the derailment site. Families
0: like the bailiffs lined up for a $1,000 check per person.
3: Is $1,000 enough? Probably not.
4: Honestly, it's probably not, but yeah. it'll help for yeah. now, I guess.
0: They live just over a mile from the derailment and drink bottled water because they don't trust the water tests. One of the main reasons we came back is because of my son in school. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we probably
1: wouldn't have come back yet.
3: On well, the weather watch, a huge snowstorm's mostly moved on now from the upper Midwest into central Canada, but it is far from forgotten. KCCI TV's Marcus McIntosh. We ended up parked at the truck stop across the interstate. There we found a traveler heading north. He told us the farther he gets into Iowa, the worse the road conditions.
4: Ice covered, snow covered, some eyes white out, obviously, when you can't see. Trent Copet is heading home to
3: Wisconsin. The weather is adding a few hours to his trip and anxiety over his rusty winter driving skills.
4: I've been in Texas all winter, working, so I haven't really drove much in the snow this year.
3: Parts of that storm are still along the Great Lakes, while Tennessee, Kentucky, and West Virginia see rain. On the health watch, the Food and Drug Administration is taking a closer look at drugs that contain a potentially cancer-causing chemical. There
0: have been several blood pressure meds recalled recently for having nitrosamines in them. Those contaminants also triggered recalls of the heartburn drug Zantac, Metformin for diabetes, and Shantix, which helps people quit smoking. This has prompted the FDA to ask drug makers to evaluate all products that might contain the chemical. And and conduct follow-up testing by October. Stacy Lynn, CBS News, Washington. Tim
3: McCarver caught in the major leagues for parts of four decades, prominently for Hall of Fame pitchers Bob Gibson and Steve Carlton. After that, he was in the TV booth for four networks and several teams. Two-time All-Star fame broadcaster Tim McCarver has died. He was 81 years old. This is CBS News.
0: Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt U.S. Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption Presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Act Council.
1: WTOP at 303. Good Friday morning, February 17th. Showers and thunderstorms that you see out there, spotty though they are, will end by noon. Windy, colder today. We're in the 60s right now, high falling into the 40s later. Good Friday morning to you, February 17th. Indeed. Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your early Friday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you this morning. After Monday's awful shooting at Michigan State University that did leave three students dead, five others injured, there was a candlelight vigil locally here at DuPont Circle where alumni from the school who live here in the D.C. area gathered to support each other. Every five minutes it was like shots fired at Brody Hall, shots fired at Acres Hall.
5: Carolyn Vance-Lambrook graduated from Michigan State University in 2019. Her sister currently goes there. She's a junior, so the shooting was traumatic for her entire family.
1: She was scared. She was sheltered in place with her roommates. Um, they had the lights turned off, locked their doors and windows. It was a lot of uncertainty.
5: Though so she says this vigil, surrounded by other alumni, has given her some comfort.
1: Having a sense of community like this makes you feel like you can get through it.
5: At DuPont Circle, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News.
1: WTOP at 3.04 on your Friday morning. A man being held in connection to the discovery locally of a headless body in his backyard. Telling police this week he did it. Now a word of caution from WTOP this early morning during your ride. The details of this story some will consider quite graphic.
6: Court records show that when 32-year-old LeVon Barnes was asked why he killed the man, he told police he felt angry and upset for unknown reasons, as if a black cloud was over his head. It was also revealed in the court documents that the parts of the body found in the trash bags in the backyard of the home in Northeast near Catholic University had been there three months. Barnes told investigators he tased, punched, kicked, and stabbed the man, who has not yet been identified, then cut off his head and arms with an axe he bought in a hardware store and put them in the trash. Barnes is being held without bond and goes back to court in March. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News.
1: WTOP at 305. The trial and the murder locally of 10-year-old Micaiah Wilson of D.C. has begun now. Six men are charged in this case in connection with her killing that took place back on 2018. Wilson then was caught in a shootout. She was not the target. This while she was trying to get ice cream outside her Northeast home. WTOP's own John Doman reports this morning from the courtroom. The
4: first day of this trial wrapped up with about 20 minutes of testimony from Donetta Wilson, the mother of 10-year-old Micaiah Wilson, who described a chaotic situation of bullets breaking windows of her home and her daughters eventually collapsing through a front door they struggled to open because it had been jammed. By then, it was too late to even say goodbye. During the defense's opening statements, the common theme was that the government had no evidence the six men standing trial are connected to that shooting and that the social media posts that will be presented during this trial portray a gangster life they didn't really live. One lawyer telling the jury that what's on social media isn't real life. The trial is on a break until Tuesday. Outside D.C. Superior Court, John Dome in WTOP News.
1: Virginia Senate Democrats defeating two bills this week on Thursday that would have restricted transgender students' participation in school athletics, requiring officials to tell parents if their child identifies as trans while in school. All those measures faced strenuous objections, as you might imagine, from LGBTQ advocacy, ad, advocacy groups, I'm trying to say. Supporters said the bills would have actually promoted fairness for female athletes and protected parental rights. Stay tuned. Maryland's governor gets personal this week, directly lobbying lawmakers on his plan to give veterans a bigger break on their military pensions.
0: Governor Westmore, a veteran himself, urged a legislative panel to support his Keep Our Heroes Home Act. The plan would boost the income tax exemption on military pensions, to $40,000.
7: These are people who have shown a commitment, not just to country, but also a commitment to community.
0: And it's a love of Maryland's natural beauty and its people that has retired Navy Captain Heidi Fleming hoping to stay in Maryland. But she told lawmakers, soon I will research, just like many of my counterparts, where to stretch those military pension dollars. The bill has bipartisan appeal, but it would also cost the state an estimated $33 $33 million. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
1: Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP this morning. Why the city of Alexandria is scrapping plans for a grant program for minority-owned businesses. I'm Mike Marilla. It's Friday, February 17th. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. All night long, all night. You're with Dean
2: Lane on WTOP. All the time now is 308. Michael and Sons peating tune-up for only $69. Michael and
0: Sons.
1: Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford with his Friday morning at the WTOP Traffic Center.
8: Hello there, Dino. The drawbridge stuff is done at the Wilson Bridge. All the travel lanes have been reopened. Everything's back to scratch as you make your way between Alexandria and Oxon Hill across the, the wide Potomac River. Everything else on the Maryland Beltway is quiet. On the Virginia Beltway, we still got some cones to deal with. Interloop ramp to go east on 66, still blocked by work westbound ramp from the Outer Loop. That is also blocked at exit 49. Hopefully, well, they should be pulling those stakes up here in the next hour and a half or so. We'll keep you posted as we know it. If you see it first, let us know. 866-304-WTOP. On 95 in Virginia, northbound as you'll find work after Falmouth, exit 133, two right lanes blocked. It was kind of sluggish getting through here earlier, but it's better now. And then in the 95 express lanes, which are already aimed north for Friday work, we've got work in In the express lanes on the left side near the Fairfax County Parkway, it's overhead sign work with caution, but you're getting by to the right. Southbounders, you'll find the work after Garrisonville blocking a right lane. On 66, your work is westbound in a couple of spots near the Fairfax County Parkway, and it was one near the Manassas rest area, but the camera we were watching it has gone 90 by, and so I can't really see whether or not that work zone near the Manassas rest area is still blocking the left side with caution. And again, if you see it first, let us know. Be our eyes this morning, 8 66304 WTOP. Maryland Roadways have been blissfully quiet. Please keep up the good work. 95 BW Parkway 270, quietly so. On 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway through Bowie and Annapolis, it's a dream with no reported delays. District travel on the Southeast Southwest Freeway and on the 295. So far, so good. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic.
2: Storm Team 4 tracking your Friday and tracking a return to winter, but it's only for one night. As we make our way through the day on Friday, starting off on a very warm note this morning and a very rainy note as well. Give yourself plenty of extra time as we continue to see rain right on through about the noon hour. Clearing skies and much colder temperatures coming in later in the afternoon. Wind chills later this evening will be in the upper 20s to low 30s, so make sure you bundle up. Saturday, a chilly day, high temperatures uh, staying right around average. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist. Just a camera.
1: Right now, we're at 59 degrees in Gaithersburg, as well in Lenham this early hour. 55 in Arlington, and checking our local conditions here, we've gone up a degree or two. We're at 58 now in our nation's capital, 3 a.m. on a Friday morning, February 17th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. This latest check brought to you this morning by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free. In-home estimates. Coming right up in the minutes ahead this 3 a.m. hour for you on WTO. Where
4: you can feel the spirit of New Orleans this weekend in the district as Mardi Gras Fun kicks off. I'm Stetson Miller. It's 311. This is an important
0: notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844.
1: Friday morning, February 17th, 312 on WTOP. Glad you're starting your very early morning with us. Welcome in. This
8: is WTOP News.
1: DC officials say right now this morning, two-thirds of the people cleared this week from a homeless encampment near the White House are still sleeping on the street this hour. The Office of the Deputy Mayor of Health and Human Services telling the D.C. Council that permanent and temporary housing was, in fact, they say offered, but many refused to take that help. The encampment at McPherson Square, where it was located, has been shut down officially by the National Park Service over serious concerns about growing threats to life, health, and safety, they say. According to the Washington Post, council members criticized the city for not doing more to house the homeless residents. The city of Alexandria getting rid of a grant program that was aimed at offering financial help to some small businesses. The move coming after one business sued the city, claiming the program was illegal. It was called the Black
8: Indigenous People of Color Small Business Grant Program, and the city claimed it was created to help meet the needs of the city's diverse small business community. But in a federal lawsuit filed in January, a defense contracting company, which is owned by a white resident, claimed it was discriminatory and violated the 14th Amendment. Virginia's Republican Attorney General Jason has even filed a brief in supported the challenge, claiming the program barred white Alexandrians and Alexandrians of Arab or Middle Eastern descent from applying. Now that the city has decided to stop the program, Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson says while he can't comment on the case, the city will look at other ways to help minority-owned businesses.
7: We're going to design a program that, that can make sure those businesses are successful.
4: Mike Marillo, WTOP News.
1: Bardi Gras just a few days away and there are plenty of ways to have fun right here in our area, in case you didn't know that. You can feel the spirit of New Orleans throughout the district this Mardi Gras weekend starting out in Logan
4: Circle on Friday where a five-day Mardi Gras festival will be held featuring a masquerade ball and a bottomless Bayou drag brunch. On Saturday, you can head over to the wharf for some more Big Easy fun where a mile-long parade starts at 3 along with a dance party and fireworks show. And you also won't want to miss the bourbon and U Street bar crawl that'll feature hurricane cocktails and a blues-style band starting at The Alchemist at 2 on Saturday.
1: Stetson Miller, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
0: You're with WTOP, back lane. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white.
1: Think red. Uh, Friday morning, February 17th, 2023. It's 3.15 sports time and Mr. Rodwood for
7: Maryland Trail third-ranked Purdue at halftime, but used a 32-6 run in the second half to seize control and win a 68-57 contest that easily goes down as the biggest win of the Kevin Willard era.
3: With the way they played offensively in the first half, and I just had to kind of get them to remember that, you know, we had played really good defensively, and let's just get back to that. And I knew eventually we'd make some shots. And, you know, I got such confidence in these guys.
7: Students in College Park stormed the court, in some even climbed on the hoop to celebrate the Terps' fourth win over a ranked opponent this season and first over a top-five foe since 2016. Not to be outdone, the Wizards head into the All-Star break as winners of 10 of their last 14 games after a thrilling 114-106 victory in Minnesota, in which they came back from as many as 20 points down and didn't grab their first lead until the final 74 seconds in what Wes Sunsell Jr. called a really impactful
3: fourth quarter. You know, Brad was tremendous in that fourth quarter. and other guys made big plays as well, but you know, the defense was the catalyst to kind of get us going.
7: Yeah, Beal scored 13 of his season-high 35 points in the final four and a half minutes. The shorthanded Capitals late rally fell woefully short in a 6-3 loss to Florida that pulls the Panthers even with the Caps in the wild card playoff standings. The Capitals will look to right the ship in the nationally televised NHL Stadium Series game Saturday night in Carolina. The wild Washington commanders reportedly spent all day Thursday with offensive coordinator candidate Eric Bieniemy in an interview process expected to last into Friday. In golf, Tiger Woods closed out his opening round with three straight birdies to stay in contention at two under, five strokes off the pace. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks,
1: Rob, as always. Friday morning it is. We've made it, everybody. February 17th. Welcome in. 3.16 in the morning on WTOP. Glad you're starting your day with us. This
8: is WTOP News.
1: This week, the Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman checked himself into Walter Reed for clinical depression after being evaluated by the attending physician of the U.S. Congress on Monday. CBS correspondent Nicole Killian reports this morning from Capitol Hill, where she spoke with Senator Tim Kaine, who voiced his support.
0: We already knew that was going to be a challenge, given, you know, somebody that's in, in recovery of, of actually having a stroke. The American Stroke Association says post-stroke depression is common, affecting about a third of stroke survivors. Several senators tell me they hope that Fetterman's disclosure reduces some of the stigma around mental health though, so that others can get the help they need.
1: Senator Fetterman's office releasing the statement this week, saying while John has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks. Good Up Stories we're following Friday morning for you right here on WTOP. The Georgia Grand Jury investigating whether or not then-President Donald J. Trump and others tried to overturn the 2020 election believes at least one witness was lying. President Joe Biden says this week those three flying objects that were shot down were not spy balloons and were not related to the Chinese spy balloon shot down two weeks ago. First day of the murder trial related to the killing of a 10-year-old local D.C. girl, has wrapped up, Micaiah Wilson's mother taking the stand on the first day, describing what happened that tragic day back in 2018. WTOP News Time, now 318. Driving and weather on the 8s. Let's check it out with Ian Crawford this morning and the WTOP traffic center. Waving bye bye to our work zones, especially on
8: sixty-six. So I think the I think the bulk of them have picked up and gone home, at least in the main travel lane. Should have all travel lanes available as you travel the main lanes between Haymarket and the Roslyn tunnel. You see something that uh counter me counteracts that or countermands that, he tried to say through redded lips. Give us a call, eight six six three zero four WTOP. Ninety five northbound. The work was going to be uh, After Falmouth, exit 133, two right lanes blocked, but no serious fuss getting past that now. 95 express lanes, watch for work, overhead sign work was reported by the caller near the Fairfax County Parkway over on the left side if you're in the pay lanes. Southbounders, you'll find the work after Garrisonville, but if it's still there, it's blocking the right lane. I have reason to suspect that it's not anymore. There was work 28 southbound after before and after Westfields Boulevard. That was the left lane to get by. There'd been a down tree 50 westbound near Racefield Lane. Unclear whether they have turned this one into kindling yet with caution over on the right side. On the beltway, the outer loop ramp to westbound 66 still blocked I work Interloop ramp to eastbound 66 exit 49A that's so blocked by work. In Maryland, blissfully quiet, 95 BW Parkway, 270 doing very well. The ride out of Southern Maryland, uneventful this morning through La Plata and Waldorf along 301 up to Brandywine and then Brandywine northbound northward from on Branch Avenue through Clinton and up to the Capitol Beltway. No reported delays. On Route 4, no reported delays coming through Dunkirk all the way to Upper Marlboro and then on to the Capitol Beltway without issue or delay. In the district on the Southeast Southwest Freeway, we are good. No reported delays, though we do see a little a little bit of suspicious slowing on the inbound 14th Street Bridge. This, I believe, is going to be in the main travel lanes near the ramp for Lower 14th Street. May have something brewing with caution for what may be lurking in the darkness. Otherwise, you are doing very well. DC 295, I-295 moving without delay. Ian, oh, we got to tell you about this first. Join the Salvation Army's effort to put love above all else by supporting local families in need. Donate $25 a month at SalvationArmyNCA.org. The Salvation Army doing the most good. Now, Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic.
2: A rainy start to our Friday, and it's going to be ending on a very cold note. So spring-like temperatures in the morning, but winter-like temperatures on our Friday night. So make sure you take the umbrella early and the coat later in the day. On Saturday, starting off on a cold note, high temperatures in the upper 40s to around 50. Sunday, going for a high of 56 in the city. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right
1: now, comfortable this morning. We're at 55 degrees this 3 a.m. hour. Friday morning, February 17th, 55 at the Wharf in D.C. and in Oxon Hill, 59 in Sterling. We're at 58 in Holding in our nation's capital, The 3 a.m. hour on WTOP. Welcome in, brought to you this time around by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out, Lynn the Plumber, coming right
5: up in the minutes ahead this half hour.
6: The family of a man dragged by a metro train asking for answers. This is Kyle Cooper. A
5: man charged in a pair of violent crimes is accused of using dating apps to find victims. I'm Nick Iinelli.
6: Nobody's more proud of what Diamonds Direct
4: offers than our own staff. Our standards are the highest I've ever seen in the business, and I've been in this industry my entire life.
5: Not only do we have the most competitive pricing in the industry, but the whole package
6: that you get with it is incomparable. One thing that always surprises clients is how much further their budget will go with Diamonds Direct. But way beyond value, what we're most proud of is our total commitment to each and every customer. We
0: go above and beyond for our customers so that they feel valued and they know that they're
2: valued. We are really focusing on not making a sell that day. We want to make a friend forever. It doesn't matter what size diamond that you're looking for. We're going to take care of you, and we're going to make you feel fabulous.
8: The philosophy to take care of the customer is just amazing. When
4: clients come in, I think what they can feel
6: is our passion.
0: The electricity that you get in here, everybody's happy. It's such a friendly environment.
6: Diamonds Direct. And you can feel that energy and that happiness every time you step into our showroom. Come see and feel the difference. Your love, our passion. Get directions and store
8: hours at DiamondsDirect.com.
1: Friday right, morning, February 17th. Clyde, with us at three twenty-three. This is WTOP News. We're hearing this morning from the family of the man who died this week after being dragged by a metro train. They say they are looking for answers.
6: 50-year-old Harold Riley was at the Dunloring station with his service dog, Daisy. He got off the train. Daisy did not. The dog's leash was apparently tied to his pants, resulting in him being dragged as the train left and killed. Harold Riley's daughter, Amanda Greenwood, spoke to our news partners at NBC4. We have a lot of
3: questions, obviously, just because... I- as um, a tragedy like that happening there's no set in stone i'm assuming there's a video out there and all
6: of that police say the train operator performed two safe door checks before moving the train the investigation continues amanda says daisy went everywhere with harold and he rode metro frequently kyle cooper wtop news
1: heard that the jury has started deliberating this week in the murder trial of a former pentagon police officer david dixon is accused of shooting at a car and killing two men in tacoma park in april of 2021 Dramatic. Surveillance footage actually presented to the jury of this case barely shows Dixon firing into the back of a sedan as it drives away from the parking lot locally of his Montgomery County apartment complex. Dixon's lawyer is arguing the then off-duty officer saw the men committing crimes in the parking lot and was trying to stop them. The attorney says that Dixon feared for his life at the time as they were at his car, came driving toward him in the dark that time. The driver of the sedan telling the court this week they were trying, they say, to break into cars that night. Prosecutors argue in the case that the point that Dixon fired his gun, the car was already driving away and he was not in danger from that. A suspect is accused of using dating apps to target his victims in a couple of violent crimes.
5: This month in Brandywine. Kidnapping, rape, armed robbery. Those are just a few of the charges Rodney Richardson faces as police say he used a dating app to meet victims in two separate violent crimes. Advice for those using dating apps? From Prince George's County Police Major Zachary O'Lear.
8: Meet in a public place. Let a friend or family member know that you're going to meet somebody and possibly even share your location.
5: He says Richardson is accused of stealing someone's car at gunpoint, then raping a victim at gunpoint, while police say in both cases he met the victims through a dating app. Police are refusing to name the specific app involved. Nick Eineli, WTOP News.
1: You are listening to Auto 3.5 FM at WTOP.com. The time now is 325 Money
5: News, each half hour at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff. The Dow finished Thursday's session down 431 points. Inflation is not entirely retreating yet. Wholesale prices rose a more than expected 7 tenths of a percent last month. Streaming service Paramount Plus is raising its subscription price to $12 a month. Reagan National Airport topped pre-pandemic passenger numbers last year with a number of travelers up more than from 2021. Jeff Klebel, WTOP News.
1: Overseas, as you rise with us this early morning, Asian stocks are lower across the board. This hour, the Nikkei down by 184 points. Hang Seng is down by 268. It's 326 on WTOP. Welcome in this early hour.
0: Hi, this is Elaine Mick, owner of Cabinet Discounters. For more than 30 years, we've talked about all the things we can do. Yet people are still surprised when they actually visit our showrooms. They expect kitchen and bath displays, but didn't know that we manufacture quartz and granite countertops. Didn't know we offered accessories, tile backsplashes, and flooring. And you'll be surprised, too, when you discover we can do projects in any room in your house. Libraries, entertainment centers, customized wet bars, fireplace surrounds, hutches, offices, and much more. See fantastic projects we've done in the photo gallery on our website, Cabinet Discounter. Call for free consultation
2: with an experienced designer. Then visit one of Cabinet Discounter's seven showrooms in Maryland and Virginia.